Welcome to another episode of In Our Lane. I feel like y'all sitting higher. I don't know. My seat was kind of high. I'm tall. No, my seat is high. I'm on my toes. But anyways, it's okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just look so small. That's why I'm just like, what the fuck? It's like but, a layered table. Yeah. Slanted. Okay, welcome <laughs> to another episode of In Our Lane Podcast. I am Amisha. You guys can follow me at E-M-M-E-I-S-H-A. And you can follow the podcast at underscore In Our Lane. We have Miss Mina and Rhea in the building. Okay, so y'all know I've been in the gym consistently. I have been really focused. And so that's why I had to bring my girls in the building. So I met Mina in a, a very interesting uh, situation. <laughs> I don't want to go too far in detail because I'm not going to give no free promo. So. Right. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, we kind of like clicked and so followed each other you know the usual how everybody do and so um I wanted to bring her on here to talk about nutrition and she's also a recovery coach and so um and you are also in the fitness world as well and you are um what did you say she's um, competing I'm a personal trainer and competitive Yes. And tell them a kind, because, you know, everybody thinks of, com- <laughs> like, people that bodybuild have to be, like, these super, like, yeah, right. that's why when I saw you, I was like, okay, so maybe it's a different type of competing, because I was, I was really expecting you to be, like, like, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a different division, I'm in the wellness division, um, yeah, okay, and wellness Learn means something what? new every day, wellness means big in the quads, big in the hamstrings, and glutes, more so ass, really, okay, She the glute doctor. Yeah, (laughs) get me right. (laughs) Get me right. Listen, it is a struggle for us (laughs) all. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, the topic of the day, I want to focus on nutrition and meal planning because I feel like a lot of people they like, oh, working out, working out, working out, but it's also what you eat too. So, tell the people about how important it is about their food and meal planning. Um, Okay, so we have to eat every single day. Yeah. Um, But things come up throughout the day. So, meal prepping for people in general, I think, would be the best situation, honestly. I mean, I even think of, like, later on in the future having families I'm like we will be meal prepping because if we're gonna be super busy throughout the week you don't want to be like oh we can't do what we need to do so like let's go grab McDonald's because I feel like that's what happens yeah and it saves you a bunch of money too I feel so sad when I have those moments where I'm like I really don't have the time to cook so let me just, let me just go grab something because you're still yeah. hungry yeah but at least if you even there's gonna be days where like you know, I won't say her more so, but how some of us will meal prep and we have like food in the refrigerator so that we know we can go and grab. But maybe we just don't feel like waiting till we get home or maybe we just don't want what we cooked already because we've already had it a few times throughout the week. So still knowing what you should be eating is important. So that way, when you do go somewhere, even if it's not the best choice in the world, at least it's the best option there that can yeah. go towards your goal still. Instead of getting that large prices, pick the salad. But make sure the protein is in there. <laughs> no, we 
Ain't no protein. I ain't even tripping on the damn uh, salad. I'm worried about where can I get the protein at? Okay. okay so I need to focus on eating protein. Yes. Okay. You're definitely eating out. For sure. Eating out. Okay. The protein is the most important thing. But, I mean, I think that, you know, TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that, people are able to learn a little bit more as long as what they're looking at is correct information. So mm-hmm. it has been a thing that when people think of protein, they're thinking of I'm trying to gain weight or I'm trying to get muscular mm-hmm. versus it being like it's just best for your overall health right. to have yeah. so much protein. Mm-hmm. And most people, especially women, under eat their protein amount that they should be hitting mm-hmm. for the day. So, like you know. Yeah, so I know we have a um, friend and, like, you know, we were, like, been working on her getting, like, more protein in. So, like, you know, she trains at, what, 10 o'clock? So, honestly, by that time, how many times have you eaten by that time? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you said what? <laughs> I'm like, by that time, I've already had two meals. But basically, 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah, 10 a.m., yeah. You've ate twice. I've eaten twice. I've had one. Early. Yeah, but yeah, right, that's what time. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't get up that early, then. I get up early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I need to be. You should be eating ideally every three to four hours. Every three to four hours. And so, like, you just kind of trickle what you need. That's why the meal planning part is important because when you're then planning what you're eating for the week, uh-huh. you divvy out your protein or, like, your carbs uh-huh. and stuff like that. So it's not like if you just go into it thinking, oh, I need to hit 200 grams of protein. Uh-huh. And then everywhere you go, you're now looking for, like, yeah, how can I get a bunch of protein? The person, two. Yeah. The person, two, three hours, or three, four hours. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not eating enough. Most people aren't. You feel like I eat twice a day. Absolutely. Three times. I do, I do a good... Okay, so when I was really, like, trying to gain weight, I was eating, like, six times a day. But what were you eating? Okay, so my breakfast would probably be, like, two eggs, probably, like, two or three pieces of bacon, and, like, two waffles. And then, like, I'll have a snack, which would be, like, fruit or maybe, like, granola bar or something like that. And then for lunch, I'll probably have, like, a salmon burger. And then I'll have, like, another snack, like, another fruit or some other, um, some other, like, I don't know, like, little, um, the little nut and uh, cranberry trail mix thing or something like that. And then I'll have dinner for dinner, I'll probably, I eat a lot of salmon. So, like, probably salmon, rice, and Brussels sprouts. So, like, in that day, and, I, and of course, it probably is not exactly, but, like, just counting, knowing what you probably ate and how or how much of it you ate, you were under, like, 100 grams of protein. Damn. And trying to gain weight. Like, I don't know your weight, but I know you don't weigh, like, like right 70 now. pounds. <laughs> like right 70 now, pounds will be what um, somebody would need to have, like, 100 grams of protein if they're trying to gain weight. Yeah, so you should be having that amount of protein plus some more if you're trying to gain. But there's like a whole, like, there's so much you have to, like, play with and things like that. But overall, from many conversations that I've had and even just my own experience, especially women, we do not eat enough protein throughout the day. And so then it delays a lot of the results that we're looking for. I was wondering, because I've been in the gym, but I'm just like, why is my body not being snatched? Like, I'm confused. I know, it's gonna take, I know it's gonna take a minute but it's just like at the same time i'm just like dang like, i really don't eat that much but that's not the thing i need to eat more, eat more. Okay. are you a are you a cardio maniac no oh, okay 
Mm-mm, please do not. <laughs> like, I stay away from, I do a little bit, like on full body days, I'll do a little cardio. But other than that, I just do like leg exercises, upper body exercises. Okay, okay. You're doing the <laughs> you're doing uh, the the back exercises to unbig your back. Yes, <laughs> I am a part of the unbig back because at first it was two rows back there. Now it's just one. Okay, so we yeah, yeah. Okay. that's good. That's great. Right. Uh, back makes a difference. I'm telling oh you, the back gosh. makes a difference. Ooh, that's what I learned. That's why I wasn't getting that hourglass shape that I want because I wasn't targeting the back. Now I'm starting to target the back. Yeah. That's this girl right here. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we are, um, you know, so this is one of my really good friends, um, but she's my trainer. And, um, you know, I've had my journey with, like, I've had three trainers. She's my third trainer. And every time I've had, you know, one in the past, like, it's just gotten better. I've I learned my body a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, when you first, like, after playing basketball for so long or whatever, and the only thing I knew for workouts was whatever I did with basketball. You know, mm-hmm. my coach wasn't into strength and conditioning. He was just making us do something to sweat with some weights. Right, right, right. So there was, like, no intentionality behind it. Um, so when I was done playing basketball and I'm trying to work out by myself, now I'm, like, not knowing what the hell I'm doing. And my body's no longer burning so many calories from playing basketball, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm having to figure out all kinds of things. So then I moved out here, got a trainer, great trainer. It really got me to, like, lose weight or whatever. But then I started training with somebody else, and that's when I started to build more muscle and then I transitioned to working with just lower body for her because I've been wanting to, you know, grow my ass. And <laughs> but of course, you know, that comes with other things. We don't get to really decide like what happens with our bodies and when right. and stuff like that. So now I full I full time train with her and my body head looks the best that it has looked ever in my life. Period. But it's also like it's her training. We go super heavy, but we also, it's, it's the eating. We play around with, like, how I'm eating, you know. I've, I'm somebody that when I go somewhere, it is very hard for me to find something to eat. So you looking at the menu like, mm. Yes. But not even on some, like, oh, my God, like, why don't they have grilled, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm, um, so I'm pescatarian. Okay. So that limits me already because everybody just has a bunch of chicken. Like, if they're looking for, like, a healthy option, it's always going to be, like, grilled yeah. chicken or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so some places, of course, they do have their seafood or whatever. So, okay, cool. So I'm pescatarian, but I also don't do dairy anymore. So a lot of times when people are making these dishes, they're putting creams and all this kind of stuff like that on there, or there's cheese somewhere. good cream sauce. I mean, we all do. (laughs) (laughs) We all do, but I can't have it with the dairy in it anymore. I'm trying to cut back on cheese. I really am. I'm trying. They say it's like crack. I've never been a fan of. to eat a meal without cheese. There's replacements for everything. (laughs) There's replacements for everything. But I understand because there are some things that I'm just like, damn, like some cheese on this would be like fire. Like I've been making, um, like if I'm in the mood for a baked potato, I'll do a baked potato with some, um, I air fry my fish now. So I just air fry some salmon, Mm -hmm. some barbecue sauce, and some avocado. It is the best baked potato that I've had. However, when I used to eat baked potatoes, for so long, I would always have that string of cheese coming out of it. So, like, my experience with eating the baked potatoes now is way different than it was before because I'm looking for, like, the experience of, like, oh, let me get some of this cheese out. Yeah. But dairy is just, I mean, dairy is just, oh, man, it's, it's like, good for it's us. everywhere. It is everywhere. And But 
outside of like looking to see what it would do with my body because it can change people. Some people process dairy better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people like it doesn't, you won't see them bloating a lot from it and things like that. Um, however, for some of us, it does do it. So um, I was doing it for that reason, but also over like the COVID time, I um, ended up getting hand eczema and I heard that like the flare up, it got really bad. I had never had it, but it got really bad. And I was told that dairy sometimes can stop eczema from happening. And so that was my push because the first time I did it, I went to go eat something and I read it afterwards and said it said contains milk. And I was like, I can't do this. I just can't do this shit. Like, like it was some stupid stuff. Like, why it don't even why does it have milk in it? You know, wow. but um, I got to start reading labels. Girl, yeah, label relay. <laughs> Change your life. Right. We send pictures back and forth of like like something that we found that we really like that is really good and it like yeah. helps us with our meals or whatever and we'll yeah. just send the nutri- like we'll send whatever it is but then we always are gonna send the nutrition label yeah. too. You gotta yeah. broaden your horizon when you go grocery shopping. Like change the stores you go to. There's a place. I don't even everything. go grocery shopping no more. I get mine. Delivery. Instacart it? Okay. No. It's right on Instacart too. At the same time, it is. Yeah. Label. Well, yeah. Look at the nutrition label, but I feel like especially this one, this girl right here. <laughs> she. <laughs> I would go on every single grocery store. Every she's single a, she is a Sprouts head. <laughs> so she's going to Sprouts, but, like, she's really good at, like, she has really good eyesight. Just in general, she has really good eyesight. So when she's in there, she's, like, finding new products. She's like, look at this. I found this. And, you know, honestly, if she can eat it because, you know, she's in prep season or whatever, then I'm like, well, damn, I can definitely, I can definitely add that. Unless it has dairy in it. But yeah. it's, I don't eat dairy. I don't, like, go for anything that has dairy in it. Okay. I got a lot of work to do. Obviously. It's just small so, changes, though. No, I'm working. It's easy for me to make diet changes because I was a vegetarian at one point. So okay, that's not going to be hard. It's just actually taking the extra mile of reading the labels and making sure that it'll stop you from eating so you much. Say, sometimes yeah. I'm gonna say it all the time. Like I mean, there's times where if I go to Sprouts and I go get a thing of cookies, like. I'm not looking at that label. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> like, yeah I'm intentionally about to fuck this shit up. Okay. Like if you wake up loaded or like you know you eat something that's just not giving your body what it needs, mm-hmm. you're not gonna want to eat it again. You're gonna try to find a substitute. Yeah, because it's not worth it. It gets yeah. to a point, yeah, where you start to notice, like, damn, like um, I just st- told her I stopped eating broccoli. Mm. And broccoli's healthy. Me, every time she kept telling me, she was, I was like, like, damn, my stomach, my stomach is hurt. Like, what you eat? And she said, I some broccoli, and I'm like, that's your problem every single time. Mm-hmm. Every time, because no, at first I didn't know. At first yeah. I did not know whatever, and then I was like, like, I said, man, I think it's the broccoli because that's the only thing that I'm like having out like randomly. Man, you know it. Yeah, so it does. But see, I've been that was my green vegetable for so long that like the idea that it's no longer something I can have because it's making my, my body's reacting to it differently. Like you have to be in a totally different mental space when it comes to this stuff, because broccoli is so it's everywhere. If anybody has a vegetable, there is broccoli. You know what I'm saying? You have to be like, you have to say like, no, I can't have this because my body is going to then react. Like you're going to get to Like people should start getting to a point where you do start paying attention to like those days where you feel gross and like it and maybe it happens like every time you go to one place then you got to start like picking out like okay maybe i won't try this anymore or i won't have this anymore and then like tomorrow do you feel better or do you still feel the same that you guys still it's like people call it the elimination diet and it's not so much that i'm like looking for things to eliminate again i'm pescatarian Mm -hmm. and i don't do dairy so like i can't eat a lot already but if i start to notice that things are making me feel 
heavier or making me feel bloated or giving me really bad gas. Like, I'm like, it's just not worth it. Like, I don't care how many years I love this one thing. If it is now making my body feel or look a certain way, I just don't want to deal with it because I don't have to. Like, it makes a big difference, you know? Right. Okay, so let's talk about it. Recovery coaching. Yeah. So explain what that is. Okay, so... um. I call myself a recovery coach because people mistake me for an athletic trainer. I'm not an athletic trainer. I cannot diagnose you with what your your injury is. However, when someone comes to me and they know what their injury is, then I can go into like, you know, research it into it a little bit or whatever and see like what muscle groups are most affected by this or like what. Like what things do we need to strengthen so Mm -hmm. I can incorporate strength training into it also because a lot of the times when we're hurt, it's because something's weak. Mm -hmm. So instead of just stabilizing it and not, you know, icing it and things like that, you need Mm -hmm. to get it moving, but you need to know what it is that you need to move. So, of course, like one of the things that I see people the most about is their lower back hurting because Mm -hmm. most of us have lower back pain, including Mm -hmm. myself sometimes, you know, like it doesn't matter if you know what you should be doing or what you already are doing. If your body is just overworked in some areas or if you have like, you know, weak areas and like everything gets affected by it. So um, even though I'm treating them for their lower back, we're not just, we're there. I'm only doing so many just back stretches. I'm stretching your lower body. So I'm stretching your hips, you know, doing maybe mobility moves for your hips. So that strengthens them. And then you're talking about your quads and your hamstrings and then maybe your upper back too. It just depends, you know, but like, it's not just one thing whenever something's wrong. It's always more more than likely it is other things around it that's causing it to be stressed out. So that is what I do. So my, I, not ideal, but like the person or the client that I deal with the most are athletes. Mm -hmm. Um, Being an athlete myself, I was, I tore my ACL meniscus when I was in eighth grade and that has just changed everything for me. (laughs) I tore my meniscus. Yeah, man. No, mine was, it was, Terrible. Actually, it was terrible. I was not strength training. I was just playing basketball. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of people at that age were also, you know, but I didn't have anybody around that was able to teach me about how I should be treating my body. The only thing that I knew was, oh, you should stretch because that's what your coaches say. Make sure you stretch. Literally, I remember before that game that I tore my ACL meniscus, my head, the assistant coach came in the bathroom and like the locker room was like, hey, make sure you guys stretch. And I tore my ACL that game. And it was just like, I always just remember that just because you know, I don't know. That was just one of the things that I remember from that, you know, pregame or whatever. But yeah, um, it has it changed my outlook on everything as far as like athleticism goes because I can't do a lot of things. My recovery did not go well at all. Um, I got a cadaver, so they gave me a dead person's ACL and stuff like that, and that was that was one of the ways that they said was the most effective. So I did that. Um, it wasn't until so this was 2007. It wasn't until like. 2019 I think maybe 18 that I found out that my quad never reattached correctly Mm. so that's the reason why when we're doing like ISO work or whatever my right quad is like I can't go as I can't go as high in weight Mm -hmm. as I can on the left side Mm -hmm. um so that has over time I didn't know I was still going to physical therapy and things like that but again I'm just doing these things people aren't teaching me what's going on so um you know becoming a teacher 
And then, like, you know, I didn't, I did not go to school for physical therapy. I started to, but then I changed my major, ended up becoming a math teacher, and I was still coaching. So I'm still around basketball players and things like that. You're noticing all these things that, like, as a player yourself, that you were getting hurt or your teammates were getting hurt. And it's just like, all of it can't be avoided, but some of it can be, like, taught to be a little bit more proactive about. Um, so I ended up getting my certification in stretch therapy, and that was, like, my official way of being like, okay, I learned a little bit more. But as I've taught myself more about, like, mobility and just what strength training can do for your body as far as, you know, recovering or preventing injury, it's just been crazy. So that is why I'm also working on getting my certification in, like, strength training, um, strength and conditioning, just because I want to learn more, which is also why it's so great to have this girl around because she's so fucking smart in this shit, and she knows so much about the body. It's ridiculous. Also, you get to see what muscles look like because – this girl's like a human anatomy book. <laughs> <laughs> so um, talk to us a little bit about competing. Like, how did you get into that? And like, what motivated you to start and all that good stuff? Mm. Okay, let me just go out. So my first sport was really <laughs> swimming. I swam for 12 years. Okay. So after that, I did cross country for a year and I was into... Athletic I don't training. know how y'all do. Yeah, I was. Girl, like, <laughs> I love lifting weights, but I do not fuck with running. <laughs> one year, one year. So mm-hmm. after that, I really just got into the gym because, like, the season was over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I need a job. So I started working at Lifetime Fitness. And okay. I worked there at 16. Then moving forward, like, to, through college, I kept working out, kept working out. Mm-hmm. I went went to this gym. What was it? FDL? Yeah. When I went to FDL, one of the coaches there were like, you know, you should compete. And I was like, nah, like, that's not for me. <laughs> no, they're too muscular. I was like, no, I don't like the way they look. It's not my thing. And I mm-hmm. always said that. So this new division came out as wellness, and it was like back in back from Brazil. And I was like, okay, like I kind of like that. And I never yeah, had they look good. Like they look, they look good. When I say serving, like, <laughs> you already know Brazilian legs, got that ass, but man, these kids, girls look good. Waist, everything is was just. Okay. Every, it was like really motivating to see that. And I've always worked out for just because I like the way I felt and I like mm-hmm. the way, you know, made me feel all the time. So I'm like, let me just kind of like take a step forward, I guess. Mm-hmm. I never had an ass at all. No legs, nothing like that. I was just skinny, 5'9", whatever. I still had muscle, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like, it wasn't the way it looked now, basically. Right. So I was like, okay, this is another challenge, you know, it's something that's going to like test my journey, like to see how strong my discipline is. And honestly, just brought me here three years later. So I started in 2020. And I've done five shows, and mm-hmm. I have my sixth one in 12 weeks, or 11 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. From pro card. Good luck. Thank you. I know you're going to do great. Yeah. Period. When I got into the bodybuilding world, I realized, like, it took it more outside of fitness, because people are really dedicated to this. And I actually realized how hard of it, like, myself going through a prep, man, it's, it's not easy at all. And I gave, <laughs> me watching it and, like, watching the Olympians, it's like, I call it the Super Bowl of fitness. Mm. going to Olympia because that's how big it is and I never realized how much people are really interested in watching these people on stage I'm being like these shows are packed every year every single one you'd be surprised what people spend their time yeah Yeah, but I mean I'm not in like this is not my sport But it is so dope watching them, like, com- like prep for this stuff, you know? Because, like, you think about, like, the diet and you're, like, telling yourself, like, oh, like, I'm going to get better. I want to go. No, they're, like, this is what I, th- what I need to have and I need to have it right now. If I don't have it right now, well, man, all right. Well, like, there's no excuses for it. I mean, of course, I'm sure people, like, you know, fuck up here and there or whatever. But, like, oh, yeah, when you watch, yeah, when you watch their determination and, like, how much time they're doing cardio and, 
Like you're just you. There's no way for you not to like witness them in the works of like preparing for shows or whatever, and not just be like not respect the sport. Right. You know, it's physical. That's more mental. Like I respect the mental out of it because it really it takes your mind and like it 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 takes up your whole life. Honestly, it takes like isolation, sacrifices, and really hard like persistency to like keep pushing to get to a stage and get on stage for right. a minute and thirty seconds. Wow. People prep for nine months or more. For a minute and thirty seconds, yeah. But you have to find a purpose in it. Yeah, it's more than just a pro card. It's more right. than just a trophy. It's more right. than just a place in. You gotta know, like, why am I doing this and what is it for? Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. okay, okay. Like it is. Some people, people need to just like peek in and just watch them work because it I'm is a, definitely different. I have, to, I have a YouTube to check channel. it out. I have to upload more videos on it. Actually, I just watched one of the videos the other day for the first time. Like, I always know that the videos are up there, and I'll see, like, little year. clips of it. But, like, this time I actually watched the whole video, and I'm just, like, I, I'm in person sometimes when she's working out, so I see it. But it's just, like, this girl's a dog. Like, she a dog. <laughs> and, like, I feel like I'm a dog, too. But, like, man, like, watching her is just, like, when you watch her, it's, like, how can you not feel like you can't do this shit, too? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, or you don't want to chase after whatever it is in the back of her mind that's pushing her. Right. So, you know, and this is something we talk about, like, as far as fitness in general goes, like, you have to be around people that are, like, not so much on your level with it. Because, you know, there may be people that you train with or that, you know, are in your fitness community and they may not be able to do as much as you can. Right. However. That's me. Everyone has a beginning story. Yeah. So, like, what? It, how are they when they're in the gym, though? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. if they're on some bullshit, then it's like. It's not intentional. Right. Well, it, you know, it just depends. Like, either I just can't fuck with you right now or, like, you just can't be in the gym at the same time as me because, like, I really, like, fuck with this shit. And so, like, if you're, if I see that you're playing around or something like that, it's like, I can't, I just, it's like, there's, there's no respect for it. Yeah. Right. Like, my, but <laughs> don't come to the gym. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, but it's a real thing because when you're in there, it's like, you know, if you're in there by yourself, most of us, like, most of us don't prepare, like, or don't care to work by work out by ourselves you know what i'm saying even if you just have somebody around that you trust to like make sure you're still pushing yourself mm-hmm. versus you being by yourself then it's like those days where you don't really want to do nothing like right. who's going to stop you from stopping 10 10 reps early you know what i'm saying like nobody right. is you just you know you went to work out and any workout is better than no workout but at the same time like how many of those days are you going to have you know what i'm saying like you right. gotta if you got goals you just you gotta push you gotta, push, you gotta push past the bush. <laughs> I know that's right. We're gonna take a quick little break, right quick. We'll be back. And you edit all your stuff yourself too. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> it's gonna pay off, girl. Right. It sure will, cause sure. eventually somebody else gonna have to do all this. You get I, to that I point. Just, I just want to show up and just talk. Do what you gotta do. I always say look for people that are looking for experience because it's an internship. Let me talk about this real quick. (laughs) People don't want to. I've noticed that people here, that's all I can talk about. They don't, they feel like, they don't, they feel like they don't have to work their way up. It's like, they feel like, oh, I want to do something. It's like you can't, in my personal opinion, I, you can't call yourself a rapper or call yourself a producer or call yourself anything unless you put in the work to do it. 
and they feel like, oh, if I decide today I want to be a rapper, I'm a rapper now. And it's just like, it don't work like that. So it's just like, I'll go to somebody and be like, hey, so I got this podcast or whatever, and I need some people to work behind the scenes. And they'll be like, this is my rate. What? You haven't even done much. You don't have, what is your resume? What do you have on your resume to Try to then it's like the rate that they be asking for. I'm like, these are professional prices. Like people who've been doing this for 10, 15 years don't even make that. So yeah. Don't try to play me. So I just been running. Google. I've been trying to I've been running to a lot of that. It's just a lot of people be trying to play me. And I'm just like, okay. I could just keep doing it by myself at this point. Yeah. If it's working. It's been working. Yeah, if it's so still working for it's you. just like But yeah, so it's a lot of that going on. Mm. But it is what it is. That sounds about right. right. <laughs> okay, so moving right along, uh, places to go, things to do. Make sure you make sure you guys book with these beautiful young ladies. And um, I know you have a link in your bio. Mm-hmm. So you got a link in your bio. Yeah. So just plug all your information so they can okay. find out. So my Instagram <laughs> is at it's a lifestyle. So it's I four S's a lifestyle. Um, so the things that you can book with me are, cause I do not discriminate as far as <laughs> who can book. I'm actually looking for more teams to work with. Um, so I have a primary team that I do the strength and conditioning for this. One of the teams that are the team that I um, am on the coaching staff for, but I'm also wanting to work with teams that need to do more mobility and stretch work. Um, and then also I have one-on-one stretching and then we also do, or I do consultations as far as like getting your fitness life together. Which we team up with Raya. <laughs> My um, Instagram is at shapedbyhouston underscore. Um, I have a website. It's shapedbyhouston.net. And you can book um, online for training. I train in the Mableton area at Madhouse Gym. It is the biggest gym in Atlanta. I think it's, it's huge. I think it's the oh, same no. too. It's like over 500 machines. Anyway, it's 24 hours. Um, I also have online training available too. If anybody wants to train with me and they're not in Atlanta, you kind of get the same love. So. <laughs> and she got workout gloves. Yeah, workout okay. gloves and hip thrust pads as well. I need some gloves because I hate getting the little blisters. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah, they're really yeah. breathable too. So yeah, they suck. So you just order me some for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have this segment on the show called Amisha's Playlist, and so I'm just gonna play shuffle. I'm not play shuffle. Press shuffle, and that's gonna be our song for today. And then, you guys, is there any song that you've been listening to, been vibing to, especially in the gym, that gets you going? It's so funny. <laughs> I usually jam out to, like, R&B, R&B yeah. um, right I before. I love working out to R&B. Well, I, it's like, a, I have, like, a transition. Like, it's yeah, because they're, like, every, every exercise I cannot listen to R&B on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I for I'm going to do a hard set. I'm going to put on something. Yeah, some something something that would make you like want to twerk or like yeah, you know yeah. like yell too like you know yeah, yeah. so eggplants and peaches for it was like that Ooh, for a second it was okay. that for a second but on the way to the gym it was hard times and I know by Trey songs <laughs> <laughs> and like the last week I've been listening to I don't know who sings it but it's like the song is called Deliver Me I think so it's been like a gospel song it's been like on my mind every time I wake up yeah I will say my my first few songs are my testimony. That's like the first Ooh, time I listen in the morning. I and then it. Keep coming. I don't know who's by, but it's like a motivating song. Like, mm-hmm. this just making me like just press forward. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so let's press shuffle on Amisha's playlist. 
see what our song is today. Oh, they ain't singing no feelings today. I don't know the song. I don't. I don't <laughs> know the <laughs> artist name. Fouché, Deep End, but I like this song. It sounds like a song they would play at the YMCA. It's a cool song. I like when the beat drops. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a nice song. All right, that's all y'all can get because YouTube don't fuck with music like that. So oh, will they cut it? Yeah, I usually just mute it and just be showing what I be doing. Mm-hmm. But um, the audio version, though, you can play whatever you want. So okay. I keep it on the audio version. But, okay, so moving right along to ask Misha. So usually when I have guests, I ask my guests to ask me a question. If I don't have an audience question, which I don't have an audience question this week. Or we could just pull a card from I'm Curious to Know. So which one you want to do? Um, I mean, so what got you into wanting to start your own podcast? Um, well, as a producer for a TV and film, I just felt like this is my way to showcase those skills. So this is a production. And so that's what that's why I started it. I was already kind of podcasting when I first started doing YouTube because I would do like makeup tutorials and hair tutorials, vlogs. I was one of those girls. But then I was just like, I don't really like doing it. Like, but while I was doing my makeup or while I was doing my hair, I would always be like talking and saying motivational things and like just having dialogue or whatever. And I was just like, why not? just talk and stop doing my hair and makeup. So Mm. I just stopped doing the hair and makeup and just kept talking. Cause like, I think I was watching whose podcast was it? I think I was watching. um, I can't remember whose podcast it was that I was just like, Oh, okay. I can do this. And so I just did my research and I was just like, okay, same thing. Set up a camera I started learning about the audio stuff, and it was pretty much everything that I learned while I was in school. So I was just like, let's get it going. And then I just started. And so this is just my way of transitioning into actually like producing for TV and film. So, mm. yeah, that's the overall goal is to start producing TV shows and movies. So, okay. Let's see. Then you build your experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because podcasts are literally just TV shows at this point. Most people aren't watching. Or, yes. I mean, people still watch their series of things, I guess. But yeah, people are watching podcasts. Yeah, Like, that is important yeah. to today's society. Yeah. It is. I would I much rather hate, watch a podcast than news. I just hate how, <laughs> like, kind of like everybody feel like they can have a podcast. Oh, yeah. Everybody can have a podcast. Yeah. That's what I don't like about it. It's just like everybody can go live. That's all a podcast is to me. It's like you're just going, it's like a scripted live. Yeah. Like you know what you're going to be talking about, I guess. Right. Or like you don't get to pause and edit something because it didn't go the right way or something like that. Like this is just a live, which I'm sure over the quarantine time or whatever made people really feel like they could do podcasts because if people were tuning into their lives however many times they were yeah. doing it, then they were like, 
you made some money off of this. And some right. people are right. Some people, some people do have good podcasts, and other people is just like, you're just talking to the microphone. Like, yep, that's the thing. <laughs> don't be talking about nothing. They don't be talking about a damn thing. <laughs> or they just. They're just talking, just running their mouth, just talking. Just, I'm like, what happened to the episodes? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of podcasts that I've been noticing is like, they didn't really put any thought behind it. Like, I put thought behind my podcast. Like, my whole purpose is just to bring people on to talk about what their lane is. Is That's the concept. They don't have no concept. They just be talking about whatever the celebrities are doing or whatever Donald Trump said. Like. Everybody's doing it, you know? mm-hmm. so I don't know. That's just my personal opinion, but it is what it is. All right, so um, I guess we can wrap it up today. We got a good thirty-seven minutes in. Um, so our last segment is "Stay in Your Lane," and that's a segment where I just basically say like a little sentence or something where I just try to put people in a place. And make sure that they understand that they need to stay in their lane, mind their own business, and all that good <laughs> stuff. So, um, for today, my message is: it's a lifestyle. Period. <laughs> you, it really is. Like you really have to. It's a mindset shift. Like you just have to wake up every day and be dedicated to whatever your goal is. But because it is a lifestyle, you will not be perfect. Mm, And so in that way of thinking, you are still able to make mistakes or have hiccups and still be able to be on the journey or stay on the journey of achieving your results. You can live a life and have fun. You can enjoy yourself. You can fuck up one day. And and the next day you be back on track. Right. Fine. Okay, (laughs) thank you guys for coming. I really appreciate it. I have fun. I'm tired.